Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thank you for listening to AFR. Again, if you want to hear the speech we aired last half hour by Governor Ron DeSantis uh, that I uh, was in attendance three weeks ago or so in South Florida, if you want to hear that, we're gonna, it'll be a part of the podcast of this show. So in about 30 minutes or so, We'll post a podcast of this show so you can go back and listen to it again. And in that podcast from 1030 till 12, 11 central time will be the, the speech that you heard there. If you only heard part of it by, and you want to listen to the whole thing by governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, who may, uh, may, uh, run for president on the mm-hmm. Republican side. Of course he would be in a primary should he run, he would be a primary against at least three other people, uh, namely former President Trump mm-hmm. and uh, uh, gov- former governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley. Right. And, uh, Vivette Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy. Him, who is a very smart, articulate, conservative guy himself. But, uh, he's, yeah, I think I heard him speak, too. So Yeah. He's he's uh, got some good things going on there, but uh, a lot of people think if DeSantis announces that it'll come down to between him and former President Trump on who would be the Republican uh, nominee. Long way to go, yes. but it'll get here fast, Fred. Mm. Yep, it sure will. You know, one of the things that uh, Governor DeSantis in that speech that you heard and we just played, which I thought was very interesting and I think is unprecedented. Yet it's it's so simple. He says, uh, taxpayers of the state fund the education system, right. including the universities. Right. And basically, the universities have been allowed to get away with right. woke crime. That's what I call it. It's woke crime. Mar- he said, some of them, he said, were, are Marxist. Yes. They're indoctrinating our kids with right. Marxism. And then he connected it with corporate wokeness. Yeah. He said... The, the people running the corporations graduated from these universities. Right, right. And he says, to be accountable to the people, I'm going to intervene. Taxpayers fund these universities. If they've got rotten leadership, I'm going to appoint new leaders. Right. And he has. And he has. I haven't heard that happening anywhere in the country. Right. No, you know, he's people say- complain about the education right, system, right. but he is Doing something. Yeah, he about said it. the universities, the public universities, that basically they're not going to have carte blanche no. anymore that uh, he's governor. And he, he says, I'm going to use whatever powers are available to me to, uh, he said, move it back to more classical liberal arts. Uh, yes. And not uh, indo- just far left indoctrinational stations. Yeah. And part of that, he's going after uh, tenure professors yeah ten, you know for the most part these professors <laughs> right. have said i have tenure right no one can touch me he's saying nope uh, every five years you're right. going to be reviewed yeah yeah and he also made mention of the fact that he fired the uh district attorney in tampa in tampa who's who who wrote a letter saying that he the district attorney wouldn't enforce the florida pro-life law yes and governor stand says okay then you don't have a job any longer yes and I it's mean, been held up by the courts Huh? It's yeah. been held up by the courts. Yeah. Uh, 
Steve, good morning to you, brother. Good morning. Steve Jordahl. How y'all doing? All right. Did you get to hear any of that speech or were you working? I had uh, – actually, uh, either you sent it around, someone sent it around. I listened to it the you other day. before? Okay. Yeah, it was okay. very good. Anyway. Very good. All right. Well, I think uh, the, the conventional wisdom is if Governor DeSantis announces he's going to run, it will be after the Florida legislative session. That's yeah. what he said, actually. He's, he said he, that? He says he's going to get – And is that end in May? It's, April it's or May? It's fairly short. Um, I'll look. Okay. But anyway – uh, that's the, the evidently, uh, so, all right. Uh, we'll see what happens there as we go along here. The, the, uh, debate, you'll probably get some debates in the fall. Yes. Well, the first debate I think is now scheduled. Republican party announced this the other day. First debate is going to be in August and I believe it's going to be in Milwaukee. Okay. In August. In August. Okay. Yes. The Florida legislature meets in session every year for 60 consecutive days. Regular session of the legislature shall convene the first Tuesday after the first Monday in March of each odd number year and the second Tuesday uh, on the even number year. There you go. So, 60 days, two months. So when did they start? Uh, March. Yeah, this month. So it'll be start, May. Yeah. be May before they're through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, Steve. Uh, I heard you guys talking about Lori Lightfoot, right? Um, in the we did. We weren't talking about Gordon Lightfoot. No. no. He was a uh, great singer. He was. From Canada. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. What a great song. But uh, Lori Lightfoot, you know, the residents of Chicago were very interested in the outcome of this. And they, they gathered in Grant Park after, during, you know, to wait for the outcome. And someone snuck a little bit of a, a, a camera in an audio uh, recorder to see what their reaction is when they found out that Lori Lightfoot lost. I want you to hear this. This is... This is this is citizens of Chicago upon hearing that Lori Lightfoot was no longer going to be their mayor. Cut fourteen. Let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old witch at last is dead. So they were, you know, they were they were pretty happy. Wow, what a rally there! It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, Mayor Lightfoot just sixteen uh, percent of the vote went to her. As she didn't even get second place. That's just that's beyond humiliating. That's just don't come out of your house and show your face. Yeah, uh, that's awful. But you know what? Uh, crime is so violent. Crime is so out of control in Chicago mm-hmm. that there's evidently their citizens are saying uh, enough is enough. Somebody's got to do something now. Th- this gentleman who there's a, th- okay. There was three people in the race. The top two will have a runoff. Yes. And Lightfoot didn't even make the runoff. Nope. So she was third out of third. Mm-hmm. So the, the uh, they'll, when will, I guess in a month or so, when will the, uh, when will the next? A- April 4th is the runoff. April 4th. Okay. Yep. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I, I don't mean to sound pessimistic. I'm kind of skeptical that anybody can turn Chicago around at this point, but certainly, from a violent crime perspective, because, but for many reasons, but the fact that she was uh, basically promoted the social justice ideology that you don't punish criminals because we need to feel sorry for them. That's that's what social justice is for the most part, huh? Yeah, am I right? So she she advocated for that, and uh, the, I guess the citizens of Chicago said uh, no, mm-hmm. no. Uh, cr- violent criminals need to put, put put behind bars. The law needs to be enforced to to make our streets safe. 
Yeah. Isn't that what the message you're getting, you're getting yes. from this? Well, and I, I think part of the uh, political ingredients that are, are unfolding right now, the Democratic Party, and we saw this really in the last uh, federal election last year, the Democratic Party has always assumed that the black people are going to vote for them. But the black people of Chicago have said enough is enough. They love their children and their innocent children. Little boys and girls were being caught in crossfires between gangs and being killed. And they said, we have enough of this. And Lori Lightfoot is saying, you know, I'm going to do police reform. I'm cutting back on the number of police officers. So when a concerned mom in in Chicago calls and says there's gang warfare going outside my door, the police say we don't have enough people to respond to you or we'll get to you in an hour's time. And the people of Chicago, whether it's black skin, white skin, brown skin, they say Hispanics. Yeah, we want police officers to respond. We but, need yeah. your help, police officers. Yeah. Now, these two uh, gentlemen who will yeah. be running for who will be buying for the uh, I mean, in the what do you call it runoff? Yeah, yeah. they're both Democrats. Yeah, too. Yes. So, but still, uh, one of them proposes to be law and order. The Paul, other one. Paul Vallis is the law and order guy. Right. He has the endorsement of the police union. Right. He has promised to hire hundreds of more police officers. Okay. He what about do- the other fellow? The other fellow has said in the past, at least he's quoted, even in the AP story, he's quoted as uh, uh, having said he would defund police or is in favor of police reform. When somebody says they're in favor of police reform, that's code speak yeah. for cutting back. Right. Be clear on that. Um, the, the guy that the, the pro police person, if he wins, he can hire, uh, he can certainly hire people if they can find people. I know that's another issue, job. right? But there's only so much he can do because a lot of the changes are legislative changes. The safety act that everybody's complaining about in Chicago, which is the worst policing that's bill. state legislature. It's issue. a state legislature. He can't just unilaterally Chicago mayor say, we're going to yeah. not do that. There's federal oversight on some of these things. So there's only so much he's going to be able to do. Right. Um, well, Just be forewarned. All right, next story, Steve. Uh, can we put a bow on the Christopher Ray story? I know you guys talked a little bit about that. Um, so FBI director. The FBI director uh, was uh, he was talking uh, on uh, Fox. I think it was with Tucker. I'm sorry, with um, uh, Neil Cavuto, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, uh, he said something that I thought was a little amazing and scary you've already said that uh noted that the fbi director the fbi has understood for a while that the the coronavirus likely came from the a lab it was a lab leak and they say they've known this for a while but christopher ray goes even farther in this and i want you to hear because this is a little this is a whole new twist that i Hadn't heard from our government. Cut five. The FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. Let me step back for a second. You know, the FBI has folks, agents, professionals, analysts, virologists, microbiologists, etc., who focus specifically on the dangers of biological threats, which include things like novel viruses like COVID, uh, and the concerns that that in the wrong hands, some bad guys, a hostile nation state, a terrorist, a criminal, the the threats that those could pose. So here you're talking about a potential leak 
from a Chinese government controlled lab that killed millions of Americans. And that's precisely what that capability uh, was designed for. That is a new twist that it's a weapon. It could be and it can be engineered and it was designed as so. I'm not sure he's quite saying that they intentionally released it on the world. I've heard other people say that. But that's further than I've ever heard a government official say. Here's what bothers me about Christopher Ray and what he just had to say. Why didn't you say this a year ago? Why did you wait until now, until these reports came out? He said, for some time now, we have been investigating the idea of a lab leak. So why didn't you come out and say that a year ago? when it was still being dismissed by the mainstream media and by the Biden administration as being conspiracy stuff. Why didn't you, has the FBI director come out and say, you know what? We have people that are investigating this, and we think it's a lab leak. And furthermore, to your point, Steve, that what Christopher Ray had to say, that it could be used as a biological weapon. Come out and say that. You're supposed to be there for the American people, not a, not for the political philosophy of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it'd be a good question for him to answer. I don't know. Maybe he'll be asked that if he's uh, uh, has to testify before Congress. I mean, he will. FBI directors do. I don't know when it, when that'll be though. Yeah. Next story, Steve. Um, you guys heard a lot from Ron DeSantis today, and uh, he's doing a lot of great stuff. We've already talked a little bit about the legislation that they've introduced in Florida. There's two bills. One that was misnamed the Don't Say Gay Bill. It's a parental rights and education bill, which would control uh, what's taught and the keep um, L- improper LGBT issues out of... Uh, well, third grade and below, he below. said, basically it says you can't talk to sex. You right. can't talk about sex or sexuality or gender identity. None of that stuff to third graders and under in the state of Florida. That right. was the law that became known as by the left. Left started calling it, oh, they said, don't say gay law. Right. And they've also uh, addressed uh, woke curriculum. They've got a new bill coming. The Florida lawmakers have introduced a bill that will prohibit someone from describing themselves or others with pronouns beside the ones which they were born with, at least as far as schools go. So you will not be able to personal titles and pronouns used in school for kindergarten through 12th must match the identity, as they say, signed at birth. A person's sex is immutable biology, a biological trait that is and is false to ascribe to a, pro, a person a pronoun. They're upholding biology. It's you cool. know, put Put it up in lights, folks. There is biology. When you're born a boy, you're a boy. When you're born a girl, you're a girl forever, forever, and just what Mister Rogers said. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I, I mean, you have to pass a law now. I know that says I, a boy is a he forever. I, I think I, if I had to guess, that law is in response to uh, schools who want uh, and their their some of their woke uh, counselors and such who say no. If uh, if Johnny wants to be called. Uh, Jana, you're going to have to call him Jana, and or, you're going to have to call him her. And I think the this is what I'm guessing. Florida State Legislature said we're not going to have that madness yeah. going on. Teachers can't be worried about offending a child uh, because they they're a boy who says they're a girl. We're, yeah. we're, so I think 
That's probably what that's about. Uh, well, and it's protecting teachers. Yeah. Who want to practice biology. Right. Well, that's true. And saying, no, Jana, you're not Jana. Right. You're Henry, and you are a boy, and yeah. you're not a girl. And yeah. we have teachers now who some of them have been disciplined for not using pronouns she when it's a boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it's an amazing statement of where we are today when you have to have a law. Maybe yeah. even more amazing that only Florida is passing that law. Yes, so far. Yeah. So far. Um, speaking of woke, I wanted to play you. There's a, a group out there that's called uh, uh, Citizens for Sanity. It's a pack, and they've released an ad, and I read somewhere that if the Republicans do nothing but play this ad over and over again, they will have a landslide. I want you to listen to the latest ad uh, on uh, what they're talking about, Republicans are talking about, or conservatives, about uh, wokeism. Cut 10. Have you ever boarded a plane and thought to yourself, I hope the pilot is a transgender refugee? Have you ever gone to the emergency room and said, I hope my medical team is incredibly diverse? Have you ever moved to a new city and said, I hope the police department hit its equity goals for the year? If your answer to these questions was no, if you just wanted the most qualified candidates for the job, then you are normal. But we have a lot of very not normal people running America these days. Left-wing politicians believe skin color or gender identity should determine who gets the job. Democrats used to care about the middle class. Now they just care about your race and your gender. And as long as Democrats stay in power, it will just keep getting worse. Stop the bigotry. Stop the insanity. Paid for. <laughs> that was good. Where'd you hear, where was that from? Uh, it was, we just cut that off. It was from a group called um, Citizens for Sanity. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of them. No, I, I hadn't either, but they've released an ad, so they have at least some money. You know, I think it resonates because it's reality. Yeah. that's And that's what people want to get back to is reality, not yeah. this left-wing ideology. Yeah, who go who goes in? Furthermore, who goes to a basketball game and goes, you know what? Uh, I hope we got equal representation for ethnicities here. <laughs> you know, you, nobody says that. They say, man, I hope. Hope uh, our, our, the best players win, mm-hmm. and they're on my team. Oh, my, my I, I don't team care is. what color they are. Huh? So, uh, anyway, yeah. all right, Steve. Next story. All right, um, a couple more things. We it's getting a little. Well, let's do this. Um, the president of the United States was speaking um, to some nurses and some medical people yesterday. And uh, he had another story. We love President Biden's story. You know, we've heard about uh, corn pop and and uh, all of the his exploits and you know, getting you know shot well, at all this kind of stuff. He, it, President Biden is great at, at, at mythology. He is. <laughs> uh, I have a thing. I, I think he has a tell when he says, "I'm not joking." You might want to fact check him. But there, there, there's there's Roman mythology, there's Greek mythology, and there's Biden mythology. Right. You know, they're yep. kind of in the same it, category. It, and yes, the yeah. book's written on it. Well, yeah. uh, this is his latest story, Cut 12. And I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand her. She'd whisper, she'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, there was a connection, a human connection. 
She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't do the one where I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. I wish you were. <laughs> She'd breathe on me. I, I feel like I, you asked him. You know me. what? You know what? Right there, he's telling it. He's poor fella. He, I mean, he's he has he has his days where he can be, you know, he can be okay and and talk sensibly. And then he has these days like this or times like this where he just you sound like. Uh, Okay, great grandpa. <laughs> we get it. Uh that's he, he he's talking about a story when he was in the hospital a few years back. Is, is he lauding the the nursing? Yes. Uh, okay. He's lauding he so he's at a convention of nurses, right? Or, uh, medical people. Medical people. And he's trying to compliment their profession. Right. So he's saying I have a memory of a time when I was in the hospital. When this nurse tried to make uh, be sympathetic to me and show a human connection, so she breathed on me, and she went home and got her pillow for me because mine was uncomfortable. That's basically what he's saying, right? Yeah. Okay. It just sounds so, huh? Weird. <laughs> it is. Huh? Okay. All right. Next story. Steve. All right. Let's end with a good story. Good um, story. Steve. I, I want to <laughs> Kamala Harris. Give us some Kamala Harris. No, this is Katrina. Katrina, Katrina. Coel. Cohell. Um, Katrina Coyle is a senior at Morrill High School. She's a cheerleader. And her squad, it's a small school. There's four people on the squad. Her squad qualified for the state championship, the Nebraska State High School Cheerleading Championship. After With, they with were, four cheerleaders? Yeah, it's a small school. I say so. Well, but four. it got <laughs> three of them quit. You mean three of the four? Three of the four quit hey. before they got to state. So they reworked Katrina, and Katrina did her. She competed by herself All right. at the state championship, and she took eighth place in her division out of more than a, a dozen teams. She can say, I am the eighth best cheerleading squad in the state. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, the only thing is, she so there you go again, she's identifying as a squad. But she's only an individual. We talked about this a few minutes ago. I know. Well, you can't just call yourself something and expect us to believe it. I, I'm only kidding. I know she's so she she it's in Nebraska. So she was down to she was the lone cheerleader, the only one. Right. There's a video. I'll, I'll give it. Hey, to do you do you, when you then if you perform your stunts, do you hold peop, imaginary people up? Well, I gotta say your your pyramid is maybe a little lacking. That's what I'm saying. But they but they revamped her. Yeah, they took that. So she did the tumbling. She did the cheering, and and what they said was when she cheered, you know, go whatever uh, moral high school, yeah. go, you know, she you get the the cheerleaders are supposed to get the audience to participate. Yeah. Well, boy, she got the audience, which was full of other cheerleaders to participate. They yeah. were all on her side. So all right, it was all right. Well, thank you, Steve. My pleasure. We're out of time. Thank you, Fred. You bet. Our thanks to Chris. Who was with us earlier in the uh, show? Brent Creeley, our producer. We didn't have any guests today, so. You think Ron DeSantis? Uh, I do thank the governor's office for allowing us to play that speech. Uh, I did get permission because that was a private event that he spoke at there. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care. Have a great day. Keep listening to American Family Radio. <laughs>